Hi, I'm Timon Phillips, and welcome to the Fable and Built podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fable and Built? And what can I expect as a great customer experience? We also created this podcast to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fable and Built experience from the perspective of the customers, our employees, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with all our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fable Build is, check out our website at fablembuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang with us. Let's start the show. Fable and Build family, welcome to another episode of the Fable and Built podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. Casey, glad to be here with you today, man. Absolutely, Timon. And to all of you watching or listening, thank you so much for joining us. We have something very important to share with you. And this Super. connects to questions that we get every day. And uh, what these are questions that I learned to answer a long time ago. And I realized that these were the big, the big questions, right? Yeah. And I think it's really good that, that you're making this um, a, a, a recurring topic because this podcast is not only educational, I mean, not only entertainment, it's not only let you know about who we are and what we do, but the, the, Customers can use this as a point of reference to say, oh, let's use this to gather some information on the type of project that I might be doing before they go into it. Right. Um, you know, from from very from a long time ago, the, the customer experience has been the most important thing to me. And um, uh, I used to work for a painting company years ago mm-hmm. and I was a, a salesperson <clears throat> and project manager. And it was I didn't understand that my painters were so picky about the type of paint they use yeah. and the type of caulk they use. And, you know, for me, I, my focus at the time was, you know, I want to just help the customers. Yeah. They, they go to Lowe's and Home Depot. Like, why aren't we using that paint? Like that's paint that they know that they're mm-hmm. comfortable with, but why are we saying, no, we can't use that. Renee only likes this type of paint or, you know, Joe really likes this type of caulk. Why? Um, and, Finally, someone explained it. One of my guys explained it to me. And I, and, and cause, cause I showed up with the wrong caulk again. And he said, look, this is why, because we can, I know exactly how this paint is going to respond. I know exactly how this caulk is going to respond. And, and even understanding that like at an expert level, he could tell the difference of like how different paint is going to lay on the wall mm-hmm. or lay on the trunk. Wow. But he he said, I can consistently deliver the best product and the best experience with the fastest dry times, all of these positives, if I know what I'm using. Mm-hmm. And I just, I hadn't thought of it that way. Um, so I, I started, you know, pulling the, the curtain back a little bit farther. And sometime after that, that the conversation about deck stain came up. Mm-hmm. Um, we have certain products that we like using. Mm-hmm. There was a product from one of the big box stores that was extremely popular, popular, and you know it, it got number one in Consumer Reports. Like it, it had a lot of cred. I know you're talking about, yeah. And I, I, I was trying to fight back with my my painter about this. I said, "Look, it's got great reviews," and he said, "Sure, it is the number one product I power wash off of decks the next year <laughs> to put a different stain on." Wow. So, I mean, it just, it blew my mind. And so I, I even verified it. I talked to other power washers. I talked to other painters and they said, yeah, it's trash. And realizing that 
just because something has great reviews or great marketing or great anything, it doesn't make the product great. Mm -hmm. And so that has shifted us to really focus on the process, the product, and make sure that we can consistently deliver an excellent experience to a customer, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, this is where a big part of your work has come in. So like, what are you doing to, to, how are you bringing, shortening that, that cycle of bringing, um, how are you working with production or sales to bring better information quicker to the team? Well, it's just, I've, I've had numerous conversations with everybody at every position within this company and, uh, just kind of working it into, I don't, it's not always a training, but sometimes it can just be a conversation to leadership to say, you know, this is. Over this amount of time that I've been here, this is just what we do. Right. So uh, sometimes it's training, sometimes it's just you know going directly to the to the leadership. Well, and think about think about this too. So a lot of the training that you do helps people on our team be more efficient. Mm-hmm. Right. While we're recording this, in the next room, there's ten people in the production team, and they're having a meeting right now, going over their projects. Mm-hmm. They do that every week. Mm-hmm. Why are they able to do that every week? Because the systems that you've developed has given them more efficiency to make sure that we don't miss these little things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they don't have to stand over top of their, their, their crew. Right. Or they are, everybody's not in there. Like there right. are people who are out working right now. Like this uh, is 40 like, people outside yeah, <laughs> out exactly. in the field working. And exactly. there's 10 here having that conversation. You know, I say 40 people plus all the subs. Mm-hmm. So what are, when it comes to customer experience, what are what are like the two things that, that that people really talk about and and kind of get anxious about when they're thinking about a project? Uh, so it's usually lead time. Yeah. And leads. Well, what I'm gonna say is is I'm gonna say just being make, making sure that you communicate with them. But from the customer's perspective, they always care about lead time and making sure they can get the products that they want or the the yeah, the, the finishes that they want. Yeah. And connecting to the finishes, part of it's like the quality, right? For sure. What For sure. am I going to get the quality? You know, is there, how, is there a warranty? You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so let's talk about lead time. A lot of people talk about the supply chain issues and, and you know, uh, if you call a contractor, maybe you can't even start your project for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what have you done with your work to, to shorten that up? So the best that I could do is there's one portion of a project, especially if it's a, a larger type project that could really, you know, bring your, th- bring your project to a dead stop before it even begins is the permanent process. Mm-hmm. So just establishing those type of relationships and understanding on what what is the lead time for a particular type of permit at each county, mm-hmm. understanding what that is. So when mm-hmm. production gets gets, when the ball is handed to them from sales, they know what to expect. They know that they got to jump on their permit even now because it takes three weeks or five weeks. Right. Or they have, you know, a little bit of a buffer period. Well, and you've worked a lot on building out templates and building out processes to, 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 to speed up that process. But also, especially, you know, when, when the city shut down a couple of years ago, you worked to build relationships with mm-hmm. people and find out who's behind that desk or, you know, because all the desks became virtual. Couldn't, yep. You couldn't just walk back there yep. anymore. Who we need to talk to. Right. And so making sure that you build those relationships, what is, 
and, and this is, I mean, this is the work you're doing. So I talked to someone yesterday. I said, um, she, she didn't live here. She lives in Seattle area. And she's saying, you know, I really want to do my kitchen. My house was built in the seventies. I cannot, she said, nobody's answering their phone. And I finally talked to someone like she said like three or four weeks ago. And they said they couldn't start for like a year and a half. What is, what is the lead time we have now for like a kitchen? If someone called today and wanted their kitchen, like when can they start? Yeah. This is like I'm, and I'm just guessing because I haven't been like touching back. Well, in what's the process? I'm thinking say? like I'm thinking like like four, four or five weeks to start a project. Yeah, for like a kitchen, like to like to, especially if it's something that um, they got to order tile. Like I'm thinking they, it's like four or five weeks. So right now it's it's midway through May. And I believe that kitchen installs, cabinet installs are into beginning of August right now, right? May, June. So that's about eight. Well, that's the cabinet install. That's one okay. of the last things to happen. Right. And then you've got like all, you've got punch out. You got another week of punch out after that. But we are scheduling cabinets and countertops and cabinets go in and countertops go in three days later ish. We, we schedule that in and then we work backward from there. So, mm-hmm. you know, somebody signs for a kitchen today. They're going to go through the selection process for about a week or two. And we're demoing, you know, second week in July, mm. you know? And so it's the work that we've done is because we, you know, if, if, if you're doing custom cabinets or if you're doing something that's coming yeah, you know, that's overseas, it's different. And, different and but it's, it's setting up those expectations. That's different. Mm-hmm. But most of our projects, like if someone calls today for a kitchen, we're, we're, we're installing that we're done within 12 weeks. Okay. Yeah. What about a bathroom? I mean, bathroom is it's even easier. You don't have the, you don't have, cabinets are the big, kind of the slow yeah. boat. And you China. can still do custom cabinets with, with, a, with a bathroom too. But if you're, if you're not doing that, like just, if, they, if they're signing, if there's, so are we talking about drawings too? Oh, that's a good question. So, so drawings used to be one of the slow, like the, the, the things that really drew the, yeah. the process out. Yeah. Well, now we have an in-house. We draftsman. got a different system now. Yeah, yeah. We brought that in-house. Saved so, a good two weeks off of that. Off, at least of, yeah, two weeks. Two shoot, two weeks to four months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At one point, it was ridiculous. Well, and and again, so some of the solutions, like like uh, putting an addition on a home, we now have a program that, I mean, this is, and we've been using this program for a while. It's called uh, Beacon 3D, and and we learned about this what three years ago. Were you here when that guy no, came? No, so you already had Beacon. Okay, so we've around. known this for a while. It is a program where we can take eight photos of a home, and it produces like a, a wireframe of the exterior of the house. We can change the colors and do, or do really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we can even ask customers to take those photos if it's like we're, we're trying to go as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Sam can now take that information, import it into his program, and have the house drawn in five minutes yeah and he, he he does that's really great for for material for material for a material count yeah but it it's not uh when you import it like that it's not really an editable document you get the wireframe of it so if you're right. trying to add stuff on it well that's what i'm saying yeah. so, so instead because a lot of times we have to like what's the house going to look like with the addition well right. we can pull in instead yeah. of taking two days to draw the whole house we can pull it in five minutes mm. and and then he builds the addition on it. Mm. And I, I just I was watching work on a screen porch last week, and he was doing the individual boards, like a detail of the boards, and like 
It was blowing my mind. <laughs> it was blowing my mind. Like I, I remember seeing something of that quality on uh, Fixer Upper, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines, and they're like showing with a customer and like, okay, this is what the house is going to look like and all this. And I'm like, well, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that saves so much time, you know? And so then you've got the permit process, but we've got selections right away because we mm. want to order that material. Yeah, you got to get on that for sure. So, but the whole point, like coming back to the whole point is we want to move as quickly as possible. Like a homeowner's excited about a, doing their kitchen. They want to know that September 1st, if we said September 1st, they're going to be able to enjoy their kitchen, that we can, we can do the best we can to hit that. Yeah. And it's to the point where it's not, so once so if somebody was assigned a day, we're not standing around like, ah, uh, okay, uh, uh, what are we, what am I, am I going to do this first? I'm, we already know what we're going to do. Right. We already know when it's time to do the selections, when it's time to do the drawings, when it's time to do the permit. So that's how we can comfortably tell a customer, hey, it's going to be, we, we're going to be in your house this week. We're going to be doing this. We're going to do that. And you want your kitchen by September 1st, you got it. Yep. And the cool thing too is watching you, you realized, there. I remember the process when when I said, you know, this is this is what we want to do. And you started by saying, okay, I'm going to try and build this out. And I remember watching you switch from, oh, we got a bunch of guys who know this stuff. Like she knows how to do this. He knows how to do this. She knows how to do this. Why don't we pull this information together? And then you, you guided the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now I, I think Diltz is now taking that over and he's developing a lot of that now. As so far as templates and yeah. Yeah. For, yep. So yep. that's the cool thing. And then that's yep. feeding now to sales is now we're building better stuff for sales so that sales can move more quickly. Guess who's building sales templates now? Not Kevin? me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. me. <laughs> But that's um, like where our average time from first call to sale is somewhere. It bounces. Uh, it moves a little bit depending on the projects, but somewhere between nine to I think it's nine to 12 days. So within within two weeks, someone could call us and we can have a, a, a big project, even a big project mm-hmm. scoped out, priced everything so that in two weeks they can they can move forward but kitchens and bathrooms those the, the pricing's on the website they can just yeah. go in and, and like if yeah. they call us and they say i want to do this kitchen you know here's a picture and so what we ask is they send us a picture of their kitchen and they talk about you know they send us enough stuff we can sit there looking at the photos on our computer or on our phone and say yeah we can do this and it's going to be you know seventy five thousand dollars or $105,000 or whatever, like whatever the budget is. And yeah, we can do that. They can sign right then. And the first time we're in their home, we're, 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 we already got a signed yeah. contract. We've yeah. already sold the deposit. We're already yeah. introducing the project manager to them. And we're, we're starting the process immediately. Yeah. And that's great. And you've mentioned this before in another episode, but I'll bring it back. It's, it's good to, it's best to gather all that information before you first go there. Cause when you go there and there, you come in with knowledge and understanding yep. of what the project is and what the homeowner wants. So you can, add more right. value when you're there instead of trying to gather information in their space. Well, and again, that came back from, there were so many times I would show up to somebody's home. I knew nothing about their home and I, I couldn't provide any value and it was frustrating because I, I didn't have anything to give them at that time. And I felt like I was trying to convince them to like me enough mm-hmm. to, but I wasn't really solving their problem. We didn't really leave that, project saying, Oh, is this the solution to my problem? You know, 
like like let's 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 take a like draw, take a step back. Mm. Imagine walking into your kitchen every day. You come in, you you make your coffee in the morning, you get your your food ready, or you spend every evening in there, you know, making dinner and enjoying. And you've got that thing in the back of your mind. It's like a red flashing light. I don't like my kitchen. Or, man, this kitchen really frustrates me. Or, you know, or every time you go to a friend's house and you see their kitchen, you're like, I wish this, I wish I could bring this into my kitchen. Mm-hmm. But, oh, that's going to be too hard. Or who, who can help me with that? You know, and so building, building all that process to make sure that we can answer that question immediately from that first phone call to, hey, can you help me with my kitchen? Yeah, and, and we do a couple things where like, you know, have you seen our website? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Great, let's, let's look at the kitchens. Can you, you know, go through, which, which one of these kitchens are you thinking that you, you want? And there's pricing right there and there's, we, can, we can give them real answers on that first or second phone call. You know, sometimes we have to get more information than we call them back, but it's like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big big thing we obviously haven't really connected about is and we're going to stick with kitchens with the or kitchens and bathrooms with kitchens and bathrooms you've got cabinets paint tile you know all this stuff you know sometimes we're framing walls moving stuff around you've also got plumbing electrical sometimes gas Mm -hmm. you know you've got some some trades and some subs who need to come in and do things you done you did a lot of work it was like two years ago where you really, you and Michelle worked together to just change a lot of how through co-construct, like how we, how we pre-qualify subs and all that. Talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. So, uh, with, with pre-qualifying subs, we now, well, co-construct gives us, gives us the ability to house certain documents that number one, we just certify or confirm that they are real business. They, you right. Know, and they're able to do, we you give them a you, we give them a list. They have to provide their insurance. They need to provide mm-hmm. all these things to prove that they're qualified to do the work that they're saying they can do. Right? Yeah. And and, and this will tie back into the customer experience. We have a sub agreement that is that pretty much just states how Fabian Built operates, what Fabian Built expects from our subs, um, all the way down to you know how you're going to show up, how you're going to look when you get there. What are you right. what are you not going to do when you get there? You right. know. And, and what the consequences are if you break those rules. Exactly, what the consequences are. And that those guidelines allow us to work with only the best, only the best subs. Well, and here's the cool, because, uh, again, this started out from where all I could do was I had to have my team of, like, four to six subs that I really trusted, mm-hmm. and then we worked with them. I, I remember we, we had this plumber that we worked with that they, they would do – they would do their job, but there was always an issue. Mm-hmm. Problem is, we only had like two or three plumbers mm-hmm. that we were working with. And so we kind of had to just, eh, it's not great, but it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And we just. I'm glad you're saying that because I'm, I'm going to jump off of that in a second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's to the point now, like I remember when I was doing some project management, and there would be a list of subs on a spreadsheet, and I would just have questions. Uh, do we work with this person? How do I know if I work with this person? Do we work with this person? Yeah. And now it's like. Or you would say, I need a sub, and one of the project managers will be like, well, I can call mine, but I need to call them because, yeah. you know, we've got that relationship, and they're, they're not going to respect you or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, we have it uh, organized in the system where it's like if, if they're in the system, we can use them. 
They've been we, approved. Yeah, right. yeah. And we've there's been people who were on that list who are not on that list. Oh, and we understand. We learned that most quick. of them. <laughs> exactly. We don't we don't play around with, you know. But that's the coolest thing is is we we want to pl- we want to deliver the best. Exactly. We want to deliver the best experience, the best product, something we can stand behind and and give that extended warranty. We want to because we're standing. We're making promises from the from answering the phone. Anybody answers the phone, they're making promises. They're cashing a check with their mouth that we need to know that's in the bank on the backside. Right. And it is. Right. And the other thing is, too, that that because we have that, we can onboard a sub in a day. And we have the process to make sure that, that okay, you say you're going to do. And heaven forbid, it, it something goes sideways. We've got 20 other that we can work with. Yeah. And so we're not dependent. And so that's why we can do... We have like 80 or 90 projects going right now. The list is long. The list is long. <laughs> the list is long. Where we can, and, and, and we can deliver consistent, the best experience we can across the board. Yeah. Yeah. And um, with that, yeah. So delivering the best experience and just assuring that the people, not only the materials that we bring in are quality, the materials that we recommend are quality, but the people that we, that we bring in as well. Right. Our quality, quality individuals, whether they work directly for a Fable and Built or it's a subcontractor that we hired. Well, and so I want to, I want to even say that I want to, I want to add to that. I mean, we are getting uh, people and, and I want to encourage this. People are calling us saying, Hey, can I come work for you? Can I come work with you? Whether they're a subcontractor or, or, and uh, there's a one guy in particular, he, he called a couple weeks ago and, and we don't have a specific position for him right now but we will. And so it's a matter of, you know, can you be patient for a couple months while we're developing out a role in this area? We're working on this. Um, you know, we're, we, we don't have a position for you right now. And this is knowing that there's demand and knowing that it, it gets us more excited because it's like, great, we've got, we've got amazing people who want to join mm-hmm. and we can develop that role and then know we can hire for that role. Or we've had people who join the team we've talked to, to so many where it's like they join the team at a certain level. And then we found out, wow, you're really skilled in mm-hmm. this area and we can yep. grow and they can grow even quickly. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. Yeah. But then subcontractors can come and say, Hey, what does it look like to be, to, to, to work with you guys as a, as an, a tile, you know, a tile guy or, or a, or a plumber or a painter or whatever. And it's like, here's the process. And, and we've got some of the best subs and, and we, we will continue to have some of the best subs. And I just love it. Yeah, man, and it's rolling. It's so I I did a lot on the front end, but I'm not in it a lot. So when I see all these people that are coming by picking up checks, I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that's the framer. Who is this but, guy? But think about that. It's like it's like you built a house. It's like you built a house, and then it's like you're able to drive by and see people living in the house <laughs> and enjoying the home and spending time in there. And like I think about it all the time when I'm thinking about like a kitchen or a bathroom, like. I want I want, I want to know people are going to love and like like walk in their bathroom every day and think man I love how I feel in this bathroom I love just the intention here I love I, I just love how this bathroom feels um, and knowing how much of that is dependent on you know on a great experience because it's like I love my bathroom and I hated my contractor but I love my bathroom and you kind of you kind of you get really close with homeowners mm-hmm. you're in their emotional space yeah that's true. You're, it is true. You're going into something that's close to them. And, and again, kitchens and bathrooms are so emotional. 
you're going into something, even if there's a big problem, even if you hate the kitchen, to tear it out, it, it is, it's yeah. emotional. It's cutting. Yeah. And so then we're saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to tear this out. We're going to take away a kitchen from you for, you know, four weeks. You won't have a kitchen in your house for four weeks. But when we're done, you're going to love it. And being able to cash that check with our mouth every day consistently over and over to where, like, I want to I be, we're going to have a failing built branch in every major city across the country because every time I talk to someone, in a different city, in a different state, in a different city, they're like, "Dude, when are you coming to my city?" I, I and I know when you hear that, you're like, "Oh, I'm ready Next. to go. <laughs> Let's go." Yep. <laughs> you, you and I were in Miami just uh, like a month ago. Yeah. And this guy was talking to us, and I was like, "We're coming." I knew you couldn't wait. I couldn't you wait. Could, I'm sitting I here. I'm just sitting wait. there jamming, and, and T, T and him were having a conversation. We were just chilling, and I'm like bouncing. <laughs> and we got in the Uber later, and he's like. We're coming to Miami, aren't we? I said, yeah, we yeah, are. I already knew. I already knew. <laughs> so, I, anyway, I, it, it, and this came back. This started, this conversation started with caulk. What kind of caulk <laughs> it do started we with use? caulk. I'm it serious. Did. What kind of it caulk did. do we use? It did. We, it, is, it is so simple to come, for me, it's so simple. It's like if we can just make the right decisions at a basic level, we can we can just have the most fun and build the most beautiful work, um, but it's about the customer, you mm -hmm. know. My, I, I, we we talk we use the term about partnering with homeowners. We we want to partner with them to to do this project and and help guide them through this project because it's their home. Um, you know, there's there's so many times where it's like, oh yeah yeah my kitchen was redone. It's a it's a this kitchen. And they'll talk about that contract and I'm yeah. like. That's cool, but but is it is it your kitchen or is it right. their kitchen? You know, and I, I understand like in a small town where that name might mean something, but I don't want it to. Yeah. Like it's not my kitchen, it's not my home. I I, I don't want to leave my stamp around as like all these <clears throat> all these kitchens or bathroom renovations that I've done, and I'm I am yeah. proud of all the work that we do, but I'm more proud of the fact that we can do more bring more people on, on our team who love their job every day, who get up excited every day, who spend their weekends with their families every weekend, and, and they have a great quality of life. And homeowners who have the best experience consistently, I'm more excited about that than I am keeping track of which jobs I've worked on. And, yeah. and, and you know, I, I, in fact, I don't remember, like, the great projects I do. I mm -hmm. remember the worst projects I've done because those are the things that made me grow the most. Mm-hmm. We'll be driving around and I'll point to a, a house and I say, I totally screwed up on that job. And here's what <laughs> I learned. And Adrian's like, can you stop? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, because, because the screw ups are what drive me. Cause it's like, I know I'm better. I know we can do better. And, and then we do, and we build better and we get better and we get better. Yeah. So that's, I, that's what drives me. That's what gets me excited. And that's what helps when, you know, you who are listening and, and you're, you who are watching this right now, it helps to get to where you can call, you can, and maybe you're calling because you want to, you want to work for Fabling Built as a subcontractor's employee. And because, so we can say, here's what to expect and we can deliver consistent expectations or from a customer, like you're calling to say, I really want to put an addition on my home. I can't get anybody to answer the phone and we're excited. We're super excited because we know. We know we can help you. We know we can lead and deliver a consistently amazing experience. 
And we know that you're going to love your home and you're going to love, you're going to be so grateful that you partnered with Failing Built. And, and then you have that peace of mind that we're going to be there down the road. If you have a question or, and, and we're going to reach out to you three, mm -hmm. six, nine, 12, you know, months after to say, Hey, how is this going? Do the cabinets need any adjustment or, you know, with every project the, the house shifts and settles a little bit, you, you, you just, yeah, we got a little caulk popping, whatever. We don't want you to be thinking about that. We want you to love, love your home, love your experience, love, love everything about it. So. Yeah. And love your blue signature Fabian built cabinets, right? Not yet. I'm joking. That's too strong. <laughs> no, no. I'll give you a hat though. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can have a hat. Oh, and before we get out of here, we, we, we got, have you seen our, our uh, Brandon iron? Our, our, like we're working brand. on it. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're playing around with some fun stuff. So we, we've got, I love, I love the swag. I love, I, we're, we're working on some really fun stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take us out of here. Get man. It, man. Uh, so this has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm T Mon. <laughs> I usually say that, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, T. Thank you so much for jumping in here. We're really glad you you're watching and listening. We do this for you. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you in the next one. Bye. Peace. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next one.